Hello, my friends. I'm back for the 89th podcast. And I want to start off with a scripture that the Lord showed me. Um, Get it here. It's Psalm 62. And I want to read it. Truly my soul waits for God. My salvation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defender. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you you attack against a man. All of you will be slain. You will be like a bowing wall and a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellence. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My life waits only upon God, for my expectations is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defender. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. My refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times. Your people pour out your heart before him he is a refuge for us surely men of love excuse me surely men of low degree are vanity men of high degree are a lie to be laid in the scales they are altogether lighter than vanity do not trust in oppression do not become vain in robbery if riches increase do not set your heart upon them God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power belongs to God. Also to you, my Lord, is loving kindness. 
for you render to each person according to his deeds. So twice in this scripture, he points out he is the defender and he's your salvation. And that we must consult him. And that if anyone is casting down anyone's excellence, then you need to be wary because they're out for their own gain. They're not for the Lord. And we're seeing a lot of that today. But on the contrary, as believers, we can group together and counteract that and bring up excellence. The excellence that's being cast down before us. There's a lot of witchcraft upon the land. And there's a group of demonic people that are are doing things to increase the demonic power. So therefore, as believers, we need to counteract that with the love of God and the righteousness of God and group together. And what are we being held from? We're not allowed to group together to worship, to preach, to sing. So find other avenues. I'm on two groups now through Zoom and through phone calls that lift prayer, that lift people up, that come together for the excellence of God and to cast down the demonic powers. This virus, a doctor said on the prayer call I was on, he said it's a blood disease as well. It attacks inflammation in the blood as well as respiratory. So if you have inflammation of the blood, and that includes blood pressure, your blood pressure will increase. in symptoms because it goes after inflammation so do everything you can to to bolster up your immune system in diet and extra vitamins in exercise and deal with inflammation in your system Because that's how it attacks and then it causes the cyclone effect in your body and prayer 
and declaring the blood of Jesus over you. Declaring the word over you. Because Jesus overcame. His blood overcame death. So we have access to the blood. So we need to be declaring the blood of Jesus over us. We need to be partaking in communion of the cup. His blood. We need to be warfaring because the enemy is trying to shut us up. So that we don't speak. And be covered in his word. He gave you the weapons of your warfare. They're not against flesh and blood. So there's a warfare going on. And we're in it. So put on the armor. Say the Lord's Prayer. Do all these things that he's given to us. Communication, both inner and exterior, from us, is a process. And we must clean out our closet in it. Because whatever we believe comes from our heart and through our mouth. It's not our nature to think higher. Therefore, we need to get with the higher power for that process to begin in us. To get aligned and in relationship with the Lord Jesus and His Holy Spirit. So I asked you, does your focus have an inner cause because you know about cause and effect so what is going on internally well I'll give you an example I lived in a family that the only cause was my father's authoritarian demands over the things that he wanted. He needed control. My childhood was very quiet to survive within it. His way was above all else. It was like he had an all-consuming desire for control. I did go to church, but it was a church that believed that the only thing that mattered was an interpersonal thought. That you could make your own way, and the blessings came out of how you 
would think. If you thought positively, things would come to you. And you could make your own way, and you could be a success, and it was in your control. Well, my father liked that, but it was a twist, a slight twist to the truth. But as I grew up, I found that it did not example positive things. There was no uplifting. There was no encouragement. Love was very seldom expressed. It was just expected that you knew it. So there was a mixed message going on. And this caused, a, caused conflict and confusion. On the exterior, people looked at us and said, oh, they're a good family. But internally, the message was opposite. At 40, I met the truth. Jesus Christ came into my life. And his presence for my acceptance of him set this mixed message straight. I lived a childhood of wounds as did what my parents did as well. They lived a life of wounds and never found the right access. Until the end, when they saw my eyes healed. So, Everything was corrected at the end, but it was as they were going in the rite of passage of death that they accepted things and realized so the enemy planned many things to thwart and destroy our family. And they twist and it was twisted so that they could accept another way. So look at your family. Whether lies within it was there a twist? Was there inner gain to be accomplished at any cost over and above anyone else? 
in this scripture, he says he is the, the this he is the defender and do not trust in oppression. We're being oppressed right now. Globally, it's being oppressed. They delight in lies and seemingly bless with their mouth things that are good and well-meaning and all together, but they curse inwardly. It's divided. And if you see that in your life, it's divided from the truth. So Jesus is our only way. And Psalm 62 states that. Jesus sifts out those things that are not of his word or ways. But that's only if you allow him to. If you desire with your heart those things to be removed, delivered. That's what salvation means, to deliver. So he wants you to deliver you out of all sinful ways. So I forgave my father because my, my God showed me that he had a lot of wounds in childhood and probably through adulthood that he wasn't willing to address. And that led to addictions. control it was like Job he thought his way was better and he didn't want to submit his control the journey of sifting that the Lord puts us on can sometimes last a lifetime but it's how much you are willing to surrender and look at things and address things and lift them up to the Lord. Right now we're in a sifting of the believers. The goats from the sheep. the ones willing to go after him and the ones that are just riding the fence. So he can't have that division in his believers. So he's sifting. If we think 
what is important. But don't lift it up to the Lord or don't see the Lord's way. Then we're after our gain. tells us what is important and the Lord's will in our life is important because he will align everything he looks to see who's following and who isn't He watches. He asks us to watch and be alert so that we're not deceived. My parents were deceived. But the Lord worked that out. And through his healing power in me, they suddenly knew that the Lord gave me the impossible, which they knew couldn't have happened in a natural aspect. So they were at the beginning of their change. But it didn't happen completely in their lives. But they still went with Jesus. And that's all that matters. So evaluate and look at what you think is important. What your inner cause is. And ask the Lord if it's the plan he has for you. Because we're in that sifting. And if you're going after the wrong things. Or aligning in the wrong way. You might end up on the other side. It's right now a time to prepare. We've been in the last days. Things are accelerating around us. The enemies increased. Its forces upon the land. Things are happening around the world that the media is not even addressing. We're not hearing about them unless you find it out in alternative ways. We're in the surmountable deception. And it's difficult to see through that deception because the deception's great.
I see Christians, a lot of Christians, walking around very numb. Very not excited, not joyful, not... um, Being able to see the enormous power of the Lord. I share my testimony sometimes and there's just blank looks. Like, uh... Did you hear the power of the Lord changed a physical part of me and made it within his image the way I should have been born? So... No one gets excited about that. I get excited about it every day. That I wake up and I'm thankful. And I'm grateful for his power. And I get excited when I hear other people receive the same equivalent of changing their circumstances. I was brought out of and lifted up and shielded from two aneurysms that should have killed me. I'm thankful that I rise every day that he's given me another chance for his purpose. It's no longer what I'm going to gain. I gain from him all the things that I need. And he blesses me over and above that. not that he doesn't want you to have things. It's not that at all. But start looking at the fact as the material things override your relationship with the Lord. I'll end up with this Galatians 6 9 don't give up seek the Lord and in due time you will reap but you'll reap at the level of the Lord's power and he tells us he gives over over and abundantly much more than we could ever think So if you think that car is important, that certain car, that Lamborghini is so important, then that's your focus. But maybe the Lord could give you something 
that was equal to that in another way that would be much more productive in our life. So we need to start looking at what we value. And I knew from my father's example what he valued. He valued only himself. What he thought, what he could do, what he could control. And that was from wounds. So I'll leave that with you today. Cover yourself with the blood. The blood of Jesus. He willingly put down his life. He didn't have to die. He was sinless. And death couldn't overtake him. But he willingly sacrificed his life. For us. And now he has sprinkled the blood on the mercy seat that's on the ark for our access. To claim it and declare it over us for our cleansing, for our protection. And it's so needed now as we prepare and not allow the enemy any ground before us. We don't allow the enemy to take our breath or our blood. Because he's not allowed to for the citizens citizens of heaven that we are. We're in God's kingdom here on earth. We are vessels of the Lord and we do the Lord's work. So be in right standing. choose your position now because it's so important where you're going to align I bless you with these words I bless you with what God has brought forth and declare Psalm 62 over you. Read it out loud. The cause within us needs to be focused with Lord Jesus Christ because his cause was for us. 
and he gave fully in for our salvation. Are you giving fully in to his cause? God bless.